Okay. Okay. So you want me? Do you do you want me to kind of introduce you guys like, and like we can talk maybe this the intro episode or the intro uh, we'll introduce you since this is our show. <laughs> so don't uh, don't, ah, don't oh, Jesus. you don't introduce me. Yeah, okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how we're gonna get through. I, I think this is gonna be a five a hour show. a blooper show season. No, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's good. Let's go. Okay. Hey, what's up? This is Andrew James. And I'm Julianne James. And you are listening to Love James. Where we talk about love, marriage, relationships. And everything in between. And everything in between. I think um, our desire, our passion to do a podcast like this stems from, uh, I think, two reasons. One, we love talking about marriage and relationships and uh, i've always said this julianne and i we've spent uh it's like it takes ten thousand hours to be an expert mm-hmm. is what they say and i think we've spent ten thousand hours in the wrong relationships and ten thousand hours in the right relationship and uh we're experts <laughs> you're bold it's a bold statement but i'm gonna make it and the second reason is like several years ago we started a young adult group talking about relationships uh, in a series called him and her mm-hmm. and for some reason we started getting people from all walks of life just coming to this wednesday night discussion group and it's just turned into a thing and since then we've we've been like hey we, we need to start a podcast we need to talk about relationships we need to talk about love yep. and um so several years later here we are celebrating 10 years of of marriage this year and um yeah Let's 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 jump into it. We were talking earlier, Julianne, about um, relationships. You were having a conversation with somebody. Yeah, I was having a conversation with a very dear friend who is uh, going through. She's she's married, mm-hmm. and um, you know they're going through a really tough time in their relationship. And so, uh, I was talking to her about the fact that marriage is like um, a living thing. It's not a static relationship. It's uh, something that evolves over time. It's the type of relationship by its nature that evolves over time. And um, every now and then there's an interruption in, in that evolution. And sometimes people fall into the trap of thinking, you know, this interruption is now the norm. And this mm-hmm. is going to last the rest of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the point of view really needs to be um, that, you know, Winter doesn't last forever. Mm -hmm. And the way that you approach winter, the way that you, the decisions that you make during winter will determine the type of spring and summer that you will have. But a lot of times, you know, those interruptions come, whether it's infidelity or it's a breakdown in communication or whatever the, the, the thing might be, it comes to really help grow the relationship and for the relationship to evolve mm-hmm. um, into something deeper, more meaningful, to strengthen it so that it's it's something that ultimately will be better and be able to withstand, um, you know, more tests and more challenges. Mm-hmm. But the mistake we make sometimes is we set up camp right there in that season. Yeah. Um, and we make decisions out of the pain of that. And that's where the breakdown happens. And I think, um, yes, you know, I was having that conversation with one friend, but I think... There are so many people in our um, group of friends and uh, just people that we know who are going through that very thing in marriage. Um, 
and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to to start the conversation right you know and and lend perspective to some of those issues so let me ask you what why do you think people tend to set up camp in winter and think wow this is it it's going to be winter for the rest of my life I hate this thing. I want to get out. Yeah, I think one of the major reasons for that is because people come into marriage nowadays with the wrong mindset. Mm -hmm. My parents have been married for 51 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I think when I look back at the things that I've been able to witness mm -hmm. in their in their marriage and also the, the stories that they've told, you know, about the times where I wasn't there, <laughs> um, I think what I what I gather from them is that they came into marriage with a different mindset. It was not we're getting married so that we can make each other happy. Mm -hmm. It was not we're getting married because we will meet each other's needs um, through and through. It was not we're getting married because this is fun. It was not uh, we're getting married because this is a rite of passage for us. Mm -hmm. It was we're getting married because our values are aligned and we're making a commitment to each other to um, live our lives together and build build a life together right and so i think that common thing um, and that agreement from early on is what has anchored them um, so that when challenges come and when disappointments come because there have been many disappointments right just as there have been great times there have been many d deep disappointments and um those things they've been anchored by the common purpose they've been an anchored by the commitment that they both made that hey um, I, I think my mother especially did not have any, you know, illusions about what she was getting into, um, about the man that she married. I don't think she, you know, held my father up as this perfect man who would never disappoint her. I think rather she knew mm -hmm. that she was giving him the power to disappoint her, you know, but that she was committed to staying married to him regardless because they were making that commitment to each other i think today it's sort of different you know yeah. people get married for a lot of different reasons up to and including well i'm getting older and this is something that i need to do so i'm just going to you know next marry the next comes. person that comes along yeah. right yeah and so when you when you set up a marriage based on that shaky foundation when the test comes you know you get blown away because there's nothing there that can that that anchors you to each other yeah not even i mean you know not even kids Right. Not even the fact that you are responsible um, for children that you bring into that relationship. Some people um, are just not able to you know, bear the, the pain of disappointment. It's like a self it's a self-centeredness as opposed to a purpose centered. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to introduce somebody into this conversation. Without him, we would not be able to do this. He is our producer, executive producer, director. Tristan he cracks Barracks. the whips he cracks the whips <laughs> he makes it happen he's our technical producer he's everything yeah and, and he's been on us to do this podcast absolutely let's so be real it's overdue him. guys it's really overdue <laughs> I want to thank him and introduce him into the conversation you might know Tristan Barracks from his podcast Story, Story over, everything. over Everything. Make sure you go and Fog listen to that. inserted here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go and listen to uh, some of the amazing conversations that he, he's been having with um, interesting people from different walks of life, just hearing their story and that question that they would ask their 16, 17-year-old self about um, from the perspective that they have now and the life that they live. So you, make sure you go listen to Story Over Everything. Tristan Barracks, talk to me. We're, we're talking about relationships. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I mean, there's so many things that go through my mind. I think Julianne touched on so many amazing uh, points, but I think there there was a simplicity of intention and and 
I guess stick with itness, if you mm-hmm, want to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with That's with our, our our parents' generation that yep. that has been lost or has been. Um, I don't know if it's been lost as much as it's just been um, uh, really watered down. You yeah, know what I mean, and I think I think intention is a big a big part of that. Is like, why are you getting into a marriage situation, a committed situation, and and a lot of times, like one of the things that that I realized personally for myself was like I had to be a whole individual you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I, I had to really get a good sense of who I was yeah and um, before I could really allow somebody else to be in my space and to share my my vision my life my my personhood with 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 that person um, but I think I think also you know the question that comes in my mind like my parents they didn't see like good relationships they saw broken relationships they weren't raised by their parents, but yet still they've been together now for 40 years, 40 mm-hmm. plus years. And it's like, where does that come from? It's a mm. different ethic. It's it's just, and sometimes it's, I really do believe that a part of it is just God given mm-hmm. and God, like God's grace. Mm-hmm. And then, and then also it can be taught, right? Like how we're teaching our kids and by example, but you know, I look and I'm like, there was no reason for my dad not to be you know, a player, not to be a womanizer, not to just follow in the same exact footsteps as all of the other male role models or examples. And he was just like, whoever's going to have my kids, I'm going to be with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, it didn't even have to do with love. It was like, yeah, it was out of duty and out of a commitment to his self. Yeah. You know? That's good. Yeah. That's good. And, and at the end of the day, like, I mean, Julianne always says this, that love, the way that the world sees it now, not not the true sense of love, but love is like it's like a feeling you know and if it if, if this feels good for me now i'm gonna marry this person and then when it doesn't feel good anymore i'm gonna stop you know yeah i think we're also you know living in a time when there's so much distraction and there's so many options yeah that if this doesn't work for me anymore then i'm just gonna you know peace out to this and i'll start up something new here or you know go and do something different whereas i think in our parents time there was so much more um emphasis on commitment and your word i'm gonna do what i said i was gonna do right um so different ethic and they just and they had the capacity to endure more right so um i think that's one of one of one of the things but i just to make a comment on something you you shared tristan when you were talking about you know realizing that you needed to be a whole person i'll do you one better than that like you know because again the reason I say that marriage is a relationship that evolves is because the two people within that relationship are constantly, you know, you're living, you're changing, you're evolving. And so I think even even before you think about, well, I need to be whole, you just need to be self-aware or you need to be aware of the fact that I am, that. Yeah, I I'm, I'm a person who's evolving. And what I tell you about myself today while I'm dating you or courting you or, you know, getting to know you. I think we have to have an understanding that that is subject to change, right? But I want to bring you into that process. And I want to go through that process with you as you evolve, as you change. I want to be a part of that process with you and partner with you in that process. And I think people are very unforgiving nowadays that, you know, when we were dating, you said this about yourself and this is the way that you were. So regardless of the fact that your body goes through changes and you have you know, two or three kids and you, you go through changes in your career and you go through changes in your in your life. Generally, I'm holding you hostage to who you presented yourself to be when we were 25. Well, it's, right? it's, it's the cancel culture. Cancel culture. Right? Yeah. Cancel culture. Like it, it doesn't matter what you've you've evolved to be. It matters that 
you did it. Yeah. Period, right? And that and, and, and I'm looking at you through the lens of someone who I expect to meet my expectations and my needs rather than looking at you as someone whose life I can add value to. Right. And that's part of the, the problem and the selfishness of our generation. We are so intensely focused on ourselves. And there's, you know, there's something to be said for it, because, you know, perhaps in my mother's generation, there was two there was not enough focus on self. Mm. So you have a whole generation of women who kind of devoted themselves wholeheartedly to raising their kids and their families and, you know, not necessarily, you know, looking at career and um, what they could become, right? They made sacrifices. So maybe it was too much on that end. Uh, But now we've gone, you know, the other way completely. And it's me, 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 right? But what do you guys think about the the psychology of, you know everything being so instantaneous right at our yeah. fingertips right mm-hmm. and I th- and that playing into like because before it's like we had snail mail yeah we you know we had to wait for things to be in season we couldn't just get it anytime right yeah. you know we couldn't just get access to anybody or or anybody's life yep. anytime yeah. right my p- parents would put uh, the couch on layaway and come down pay $20 yeah every your dad month. sent your mom's engagement ring in, in the, the mail, mail. yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Absolutely. I think it plays a part, a huge part. Yeah. We want everything now. So if there's a trouble in the relationship, I want it to be fixed right now. now. W- while all the while ignoring my part in the problem. Exactly. The fixing <laughs> so you that fix I need it. To do. Yeah. You fix, you fix it, it now. For me. Yeah. yeah. There's no work that I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. It's really sad because we always say that marriage is a mirror mm. and the mirror reflects yourself right so instead of me looking at the things that julianne needs to change the things that julianne needs to do better i should use marriage as an opportunity to help me to grow to become the best version of myself right and in turn me becoming that best version of myself then interacts with you know my wife gets interact with a better version of me then she it reflects on her of wait these are the things that i need to do because i'm seeing my husband um, mature and grow mm-hmm. in these areas and now I, I want to come myself. up to that level so that I can you right know. and so you, you're challenging each other but you're only challenging yourself exactly. within the relationship right exactly right and and and, and that's 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 one huge um key whatever you want to call it f- I believe for for a successful marriage is recognizing that we were talking about before that this is a journey and who you are today and where you are today is going to change and look different but that's a commitment that I'm willing to make to you and for you is that to walk with you as you evolve and grow through that. But 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 what is more important and 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 I think takes um you know prefaces that is w- what direction are you walking in? Right? I can make a commitment to walk with somebody and then I'm walking with them and and then halfway through they're going in a different direction and I realize hey wait where where are you going? Cuz we never had a conversation about where you're going. Mm-hmm. And I think the per- like that's why I always talk about purpose if my if my purpose for me andrew james is to become a uh, the champion equestrian i need to make sure that the person i'm with likes horses likes yeah. the smell of manure because <laughs> yeah. i'm going to come home smelling like it or you're going to be with me on saturdays while i'm riding and if that's not their heart or their desire and it's not a thing like you know when you're dating Oh, you're gonna yeah. come. You're gonna come every Saturday. You're gonna come oh, you home like smelling like. I like basketball too. Oh, Let's absolutely. get married. So true. You so smell true. like horse manure yeah. till the cows come mm, home. It smells like perfume to me. But <laughs> then when we get married, and now you 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 have me. Yeah. Now you're not coming anymore on Saturdays. 
Now, when I come home, you're like, oh, leave your clothes in the garage. All yeah. the things that I, you used to love. Now it's like, why do you spend so much time at the ranch? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because you were not really about that purpose. And so first and foremost, are you are you choosing somebody that is walking in the direction that you are walking in? Or that you can wholeheartedly, honestly, authentically support. Absolutely. And this goes back to what Tristan was saying is um, if I can't, if I don't know who I am yeah. and where I'm going, why should I be looking for somebody else now to go and confuse up their life? Yeah. And they're in the same process of trying to figure out where they're going. And then we get married, we tie up our lives together. And then one day we wake up and look at each other and be like, who are you? And again, I'm going to say that that's fine. If we love each other, quote unquote, and we don't know, right? Yep. We haven't determined it, but we need to have an understanding that there will be sacrifice. Absolutely. And, there, and we are risking it because I may wake up one day with a dream that you feel that you can't support, but will your commitment trump absolutely your feelings about this? It's, absolutely, it's funny because um, you know before I met my wife, um, a wise person taught me this this Was lesson. It, <laughs> it might have been you, but but they said Julian you know, is the author of a book called Everyday Wisdom. <laughs> yes, Everyday Wisdom. On Make that plug. <laughs> um, but one of the things that, that they were saying was, you know, Tristan, love is a choice. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's not a feeling. And it's like you need to choose every day yes. to love that person, yes. yeah. to smell their bad breath yes. yeah. and their body odor yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and their, you know, bad attitude at times. And maybe their dysfunction in communication or finances or cooking or, you know, raising kids. But you're, you're when you are at in front of God and men and make that commitment you're making that commitment to choose to love them and 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 in that choice that choice now requires action mm -hmm. and i think um and repetition mm -hmm. because it's not yes. a choice that you make once and then for all right it's yeah. a choice that you make continually day, throughout moment. throughout the evolution of that yeah. relationship oh my gosh so many different thoughts going through my mind um a, a man who has a passion for old cars vintage cars mm. will love that 1969 chevy even when it, the engine's not working mm -hmm. and or it's banged up and it's scraped and will work on it and is committed to that thing but it doesn't talk back well <laughs> that's that's what their argument will be, yeah. <laughs> yeah right <clears throat> and it's like man what you know what are we committed to to be able to you know um suffer Mm -hmm. long with yeah. and for. Yeah. The other thought I had was a lot of times we um, use the analogy of corporation or business when it comes to marriage. Um, so, you know, Andrew Inc. meets Julianne Inc. And we decide that we're going to merger. You know, I have to consider, you know, what assets your your organization has and what liabilities it has and, and weigh it up against what I'm bringing to the table. And, you know, think to myself okay well you know this is, well what are we gonna now that we're and there married, are redundancies we, in that process so we, and so we don't need, need two bedroom sets we don't need that so, so we'll cut this we'll cut we don't, this marketing we don't need department. two advertising exactly. departments exactly. two hr departments right and so there's sacrifice and exactly. i think that's another i think that's another virtue or value that is completely getting lost yeah um just understanding sacrifice and yeah. how um valuable it can be yes to let go yes of the way you think, 
you know, the things you own, yeah. the things you believe, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, understanding that there's, you know, as the West Indian people say, there's w- more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And because um, the decision. That's just a figure of speech. Just <laughs> no one, no, no cats, cats were harmed. harmed in this show. <laughs> um, the, my, uh, we, the decisions that I made for the previous years of getting married were all about me. Now we're getting married. We've got we've we've gotten married, and now the choices and the decisions has to be about the benefit of that new organization, that new entity, right? Can't be self centered, and I can't always think that my marketing team has it correct, yeah. right? So those are things that we got to consider. Let me ask you this, just because this is I think for those that don't know anything about your stories, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys obviously seem like you've been through a lot and made a lot of. Uh, tough decisions and decisions together but who are you guys like how did you guys meet like what like how did you guys even get to this point that's good that's good well you could listen to uh story over everything uh episode one for andrew james's backstory Mm -hmm. and uh i believe julianne james will be in season two of story over everything starting in 2020 so please make sure you look out for that but all jokes aside um Real quick, the real quick synopsis story of our coming together. And that's a good question because then, yeah, people are tuning in like, who, who are these guys? Who do they think they are experts? Experts. Yeah. I'm an expert in the relationship that I have with Julianne. <laughs> and that's, no, and, and, and this is not to toot our horn, but people outside of our relationship look at it and say, hey, that's a pretty good relationship. You know, we try to be super transparent in, in, in who we are and how we live our life. And because of that feedback, I think, hey, you know what? I think we're doing a pretty good job. And that doesn't mean that we have it all figured out, but we are on the road and are committed to working that out. Yeah, I think if I may, mm-hmm. um, you Please know, may. in the interest of uh, <laughs> in the interest of, no, in the interest of um, just an analogy that might, hi- you know, highlight the story, mm-hmm. I think maybe yes now people look at the relationship and they think wow that's a really great relationship Mm -hmm. but they don't know that there were seven years of wilderness (laughs) with each other prior Mm -hmm. to getting marriage that i think is analogous to what we say to our kids which is do all of your homework on friday night so Mm -hmm. that on the weekend you can play yeah so to me those seven years of us getting to know each other being in friendship with one another um is what, you know, looking at observing each other in relationships with other people and having an authentic friendship without the, um, you know, the thought of a romantic relationship influencing how we behaved with one another mm-hmm. is what, um, that's that's been the grace point that has allowed us to have the marriage that we have right now. Because I think um, because we weren't under that pressure, we were able to be honest with each other in a friendship. So that's basically the story. We were, we met each other. I think when we met each other, we both kind of knew, wow, this is an, an amazing person. And we, you know, we had an immediate connection to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of figuring out that we both had to do, especially yeah. Andrew. <laughs> right? For sure. It was a lot more simple for me. Um, but for you, there were some complications. There were other relationships. There were people, you know, there was someone that you had met prior to meeting me that you were in a relationship with. And so it took seven years to figure out all of those different things and to come out of that with a, you know what? At the end of the day, it is you. You know what? When I met you, I was like, man, this this is this is perfect. And the because I felt it was perfect and it was smooth, 
I said, no, this something can't be, must be wrong. Something's wrong with this. Yeah. Because, and I'm sure a lot of people can agree with this. If it's not this tumult, tumultuous, 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 thank you, <laughs> tumultuous emotional roller coaster, it, filled it, with it, drama, filled with and drama and, and, and glass breaking and and, and, and and you know uh, going to jail. Like, <laughs> there's it, no passion. There's, it's not yeah, passion. no passion. There's no it's passion. It's not passionate. Yeah. It's, right. So I was like, man, like like everything's just. Like we have great conversations, you know, it was so smooth, but I'm like, man, I our just values are aligned. Yeah, I just don't see myself smashing any tables for a <laughs> right? So I just can't be, this can't be right. This can't <laughs> be for me. Right. That, that was, that was the pretty much twisted it, yeah. thinking. And I think a lot of people, because, you know, television, you know, movies, songs, Instagram, right. <laughs> it's, it's always this, 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 this fighting and, and that's passion of loving each other. No. High emotional state all yeah. the time. No, no, that's unreal and, and that doesn't make a life and it doesn't, it make, doesn't a life. make a life but we i respected this woman i admired her mind and her perspective you know i i valued the things that came out of her mouth you know i i, I so it, it was like man I was like this person is somebody that i would if i were to start a business or a company i want to this is the person that i want to be my you know vice president my whatever sidekick yeah, it's funny because I I um I remember he would call me at you would call at like four o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning with your brain all tangled up mm -hmm. and I would kind of talk you through whatever it is you were feeling or going through at the time. And one day I said to him, you know, um if you and I aren't together and you're married to someone else, like who are you gonna call at four o'clock in the morning? And he was like, Well, that's a good question because I'd be calling you, right? So Right. I might as well marry you because I might as well. instead of being in the bed with the wife and calling, and calling you me. to untangle yeah. my mind, I might as well just marry you. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of those things. There was a lot of these, you know, when the dust settles, yeah, I know Moments that's going to be you standing there. Yeah. So I was and in it the was. dust. And so yeah. here we are. And right? here we are. And we work at it, you know, every um, day. we work at it every single day. Um, we talk about everything, you know, we don't, not talk about the crumbs on the bed <laughs> that are irritating me. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to just say, hey, oh, that's something small and sweep it under the table. Or be passive can, about can, stuff. Can mm -hmm. you kind of elaborate on that, that, that mm -hmm. sort of idea? I think that's something that that I always found really interesting about your relationship. How two things, the um, 20 year sort of what our marriage is going to be in 20 years, like that's that, that sort of idea. Mm -hmm. But then as opposed to year one. And then the other thing was that kind of connects to, to the first thing was the whole idea of being really aggressive about attacking some of those, those sort of things that, that are small mm -hmm. right now, but could grow into footholds. Like mm -hmm. those sort of, those two things I think are, are things that I look at and I'm like, wow, like I, I wish I had that depth earlier on in my relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you guys could, yeah, well, well, again, I, I think the concept of do your homework up front, right? Mm -hmm. So um, no one tells you how hard the first year of marriage is going to be. Like after you come back from your honeymoon and you're like, yeah, okay, we're going to start a life. And My then it's best like- Best friend gets to sleep over now. Yeah, yeah. It's like- Legally. Challenges come in month six and you're ready to bail, right? Yeah. Um, because you're like, what? <laughs> that's This is what living with you means? Um, so, so that's one thing. And I think for us- um, you know, I, I would say, and I, I'd be the first to admit that I was super defensive when I came into marriage. 
And it took four years for us to work out that whole, or for me to work out that whole thing and really understand, hey, this guy, he loves me. He's still here and he's okay with me, right? Um, for, so that I could lay those defenses down. And I say that in answer to your question, just because he stuck with it, right? He stuck with it. I was defensive. Again, earlier on, we talked about just being self-aware. You know, if two of us are in a room and somebody poops, we both know who it is because one person didn't For those and the who other don't person did. What a, what a pup is, that's a fart, uh, cutting his cheese. Um, so Canadians call it flatulence. Flatulence, it's all, yeah. Right? That's okay. what a pup is. So we both know. So you can't. You've learned that now. You so, can use that in your vocabulary. Go ahead. There you go. So, you know, if you're going to, if I know I didn't do it and you're just going to blatantly deny it, we're, we're, we're not going to grow, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be able to let your guard down and, and, um, and do that work. And admit that and be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, and the other person involved in the situation has to handle your vulnerability with extreme care so that you can feel like it's okay to be vulnerable mm -hmm. in this relationship, mm -hmm. right? And then um, on the point of, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but I'll just say on the point of um, attacking the small things, I think that's one thing that we agreed upon very early. And I didn't come into marriage with that mindset, but Andrew certainly did. Um, I used to, I remember watch, walking away from arguments, like when an argument would get intense, I would just walk away. And he physically had to hold me back one day and say, no, we're going to stay and have the conversation because I'm choosing to fight with you. Like if I have to fight with someone through life, I'm choosing to fight with you. So I want to have this conversation and I want to have this fight because I want us to work this out so we can grow choosing and move forward. Choosing to fight with you. Yeah. Like, uh, Wow, that's 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 so interesting. Like language, right? Because people don't think about mm -hmm. being that intentional. Like, well, again, it goes back to the idea that you don't get married thinking we'll never have a fight. This person will never disappoint me. It's actually the opposite. When you get married, you are empowering a person to be the person that will offend you mm -hmm. the deepest, mm -hmm. fight with you the hardest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And care about you the most. So. Um, you can't go into it thinking it's all happiness, sunshine, and smiles. And even I think people who, who tell themselves, I know that it's going to be difficult, don't really understand mm -hmm. just how difficult, right? Because you are, um, this is the person whose opinion you care about the absolute most, mm -hmm. right? And so that's why you're giving them the power to offend you and hurt you in the deepest ways. So, um, it, yeah, he, he made that point. He said it's a choice, right? Like I'm choosing, if, if there's anybody that I want to fight with, I'm going to fight with you. And we established rules of engagement. Yeah. You know, there were certain things we, we had to... That. Write that down. That, write <laughs> that down. That's going to be its own Yeah. rules of engagement. You're going to have fights. fights yeah. You're going to have arguments. What's important is to establish rules of engagement, just like they do in war. And right? it's going to be different for every couple. I mean, and we had to have a few bad fights in order to determine Recognize, okay, what needs right to be there, on the rule We're not, not going to do that. We're not going to say you do that just like your, your mom your, yeah. or your dad. Yeah. That's off the We're table. never going to bring up divorce. We're never going to bring up you divorce. Know? Right? We went through and said, these are these are things. And if something else came up, then we added it, right? Um, because we want to fight fair, right? Um I, I I like to figure things out. I don't know if it's the logical, analytical, anal, you know, meticulous side of me, but I like to figure things out. So if we had an, uh, a situation, a disagreement, I'm I'm not cool with the fact that we just had a disagreement. 
it's just okay say that we had a disagreement. Yeah. But I want to break understand. that down. Why did we have a disagreement? What was your perspective on that? Well, this is what mine was. Oh, now I can see where you're coming from. Can you see where I'm coming from? Yeah, you know what? But I wasn't thinking that. Oh, I didn't even think that. And now we're coming to a place of understanding. Yeah. And it exposes you to the way the other person thinks. And, their and that you can take that calculation yeah. into the next interaction. Absolutely. So now when you leave the cap off of the toothpaste, which we've had seven conversations about, and I understand the thought process, I recognize that you're not doing that. To annoy to me. stab me in the back. <laughs> you're doing that because at your house, to show love to each other, you left the cap on so the other person didn't have to do the work yeah. to take the cap off. Right. Maybe that was the perspective. You know what I mean? But I, if I didn't have a conversation with you, I would have never gained that perspective. And then every time I see the cap, I'm vexed. Then I don't have I don't have a conversation about it. And then year seven, I'm like, yo, bun you, I'm ready to divorce. Yeah. You don't listen to anything And you I don't say. even know that it's because of a toothpaste cap. Absolutely. That really grew into a beast, right? Um, so so that's it's important and and uh, i think it's cliche now to say communication is everything but that's why communication is Maybe everything we should say instead of saying communication is everything communicate about everything yeah communicate about everything you should talk about every mm -hmm. single thing and eventually you won't have to yeah and you know what listen okay you quote unquote married the wrong person or you're in a stage in your marriage where you're like man this is i'm a different person now we're, we're incompatible and, and we're incompatible. it's you 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 can hit reset yeah you know do you remember nintendo <laughs> and you get to a point in the game and you'd be like man i can't pass this thing i can't pass this thing reset would you would you say so what's the what would be the action for you to pull out the game and, and blow on the game is, is <laughs> yeah, that, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a moment of non-heightened emotions mm -hmm. we're gonna sit down and say you know what listen i just want to i just want to take a breath i want to reset i want to talk about some things that i'm really unhappy with mm -hmm. and this is not uh an indictment on you maybe i didn't communicate some things well maybe i haven't been maybe living up i to haven't been what are some things that you are unhappy about with me what can I do to help myself? Like this, listen, one of the things that I admire about Julianne, and I always talk about this thing you're looking for in, in a soulmate, in a, in, a, in a marriage, in a spouse, is awareness. Suspense. Yeah. <laughs> that was very suspenseful. Yeah. Okay. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. That's listen. very, and that, that, listen, when I was, when Natanya was pregnant with Zeftin, that was the thing I prayed for to God, I said, mm. because there's certain things I can, I can listen, I'll, I'll figure out the reading and writing and math thing. Self-awareness is not something that's easily taught. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta dig deep for that. And you know what? Listen, I know when I'm acting ignorant. I know when I, I'm being rude or disrespectful or short because of uh, my um, feelings are hurt. Self-awareness allows me to say, ah, you know what? I'm acting this way because, okay. Second thing now is honesty. Yeah. I got to be able to communicate to my spouse what I have found out about myself. Yeah. So, and that takes vulnerability and that's vulnerability. severely lacking, vulnerability. severely lacking in a lot of relationships. Vulnerability lacks in, in individual lives. Yeah. Like we are afraid to put ourselves out there because of what we think other people are going to think. That, that, that's, that's normal. That's natural, right? Now, in a relationship where I've put all of 
my life into this person. We have a house. We have all of these things. I'm super vulnerable, maybe consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously uh, uh, scared that if I come to you and say, you know what? I want to hit the reset button or I want to explore some things. I want to go on a marriage retreat. I want to go to counseling. I want to that now I'm going to throw everything away and that person is going to, you know, walk away from this thing. I, I think you have to risk it though. For the sake of your sanity, for the sake of, of, of the legacy. Yeah. And I think, you know, particularly in situations where there are, there are kids and, and all of that, I think you have to exhaust every, every possible measure Yeah. before you say, you know, I can't. Let's right. Come, let, 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 let's tie this right back into the, what we started this conversation with seasons. Mm -hmm. Sometimes a season is not three months. Sometimes a season is three years. Yeah. But are you willing to endure through that season? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to do the work necessary? Right? I'm not going to sit in the it, it, winter. You wake up and it's winter. Okay? You wake up and you're outside in the freezing cold. Are you going to sit there? <laughs> or are you going to find a way to find some warmth? Shelter. Make some clothes. Find some shelter. Make a fire. You're going to do everything in your own human natural instinct. You're going to find a way to survive well you know one time i had a conversation with uh, one of my mentors and i said i really hate winter and i still do hate winter i don't really like the cold i don't really like the snow <laughs> god knows why I, li I live in shelburne but it's beautiful outside right now um and uh she said to me she turned to me she said hey tristan every season has its purpose absolutely she said you know what people don't know is that winter without winter we wouldn't have a time for everything to be reset meaning you know funguses that that grow in spring and fall and summer they can't survive the winter because the winter is too cold there's certain things that are detrimental to our ecosystems that get killed in in the frost and in the cold mm -hmm. so that we can have a spring and we can have a, a budding season and a sowing season and then going to the summer where we see increase and we see things happening and then mm -hmm. and then we go into harvest and roots, and roots are uh -huh. still going yeah. deep a few, but it's a, all few a few years ago we went over to one of uh, andrew's uh high school friends homes and her husband um was talking about that very thing and he was saying that trees in the winter they grow deeper roots right? They put all their energy into their roots, right? So that's below the surface, that's right? Good. You can't see it. It's happening. That work is happening. And that's why I said at the top of the show that, you know, the choices that you make in a winter season mm -hmm. will determine what kind of spring and summer you will have. That's good. Right? It's, Man. It's crazy. I, I was just at a, a field trip yesterday and um, where we live in Ontario, um, Niagara Falls, the that cliff that makes Niagara Falls actually, it's called the Niagara Escarpment. It goes all the way up to Topomori, mm -hmm. right? So all the cliffs and all the sort of like, uh, they call it the sort of the plate, um, the, the rocks that have that plate formation or is all the, the cliffs that make up Niagara Falls, all the way down to Niagara Falls. And he said something really unique. There's trees that, that are like rooted in these rocks, right? And he said, and I was like, well, how... Like, how do they get moisture? Because trees need soil to get. He's like, well, they're not like these other trees that are in the forest here. And he points to these other trees that are like other types of cedar trees. He says, these trees, they actually only need very little nutrients, but they they weave their, their roots in through 
these rocks to get to those nutrients, those little little bit of nutrients they need to get through winter, spring, summer, fall. And I was thinking like a lot of times we have to identify what type of DNA we have because we may be that tree that's rooted in those rocky areas looking at the trees that are mm. in the planted somewhere else thinking, well, why is my marriage not like that? Mm-hmm. And not appreciating the fact that, hey, I'm on I'm on a firm foundation, mm-hmm. but it requires I, I require different nutrients, and you and you have to do different work yeah. to get to the nutrients yes. that you yeah. need. Yeah, right. And that, that's exactly. good. That's good. And on that, I want to say, you know, this podcast is not about hey, if your marriage doesn't look like ours, it's not working. Mm. This is about exactly what Tristan just said: finding what works for you. Who? What? What is? required for your marriage and the work that you need to do the only thing that we really got right is each other and when i say that i mean the study of each other Mm -hmm. and the um you know that work that work of understanding the person that you're married to Mm -hmm. and um you know working around that in whatever way that you need to to make your relationship successful you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's not you know just echoing what you're saying and adding to it it's not like you know everything doesn't have to look like this Mm -hmm. but um there certainly should be liberty to just to be honest and to be authentically yourself in a relationship i always say that if two people are in a relationship and it's not liberating there's there's something wrong there and there's some work work to be done and that's any relationship you know what i mean any relationship so what can people look forward to within this podcast, this this first season or within sort of this journey with you guys? Um, I think a continuous dialogue of how we can find the tools that we need, getting the self-awareness that we need to build a healthy marriage. I'd say perspective. Mm-hmm perspective healthy perspective on um you know sometimes it's just a matter of us getting stuck in our way of thinking mm-hmm. and to the degree that we can you know expose some kind of other way of thinking about things that would be helpful to, to people i think you know that's what that's what we're here to do i like to think of myself as dear abby i don't know if with, with a podcast we can you know set up a mailbox and have people send their, send their their letters in well this is what i was <laughs> going to say i was going to say um I would like this to be a conversation. And even though it's a podcast, we want to hear from you. So, you know, feel free to email us at podcast at thejameses.ca. Okay. The Jameses is, spell it. J-A-M-E-S-E-S. J-A-M-E-S-E-S. Podcast at the Jameses. And, and you know, share your stories, share your um, Questions. thoughts, perspectives, questions challenges challenges and let's let's talk about them right obviously we'll keep things anonymous and we won't be saying people's names but please we want you to share your stories sarah brown <laughs> yeah sarah and her husband From michael chicago are, illinois yeah <laughs> wants to leave her well, we can also set up an anonymous <laughs> form That's it funny. doesn't have to be an yeah. email so. so yeah you know um, we'll keep you posted on we that we'll keep you posted but again you know this is just uh, open conversation for us all to gain perspective so that we can win in in this column you know of marriage yeah well i think i think that was a pretty good conversation mm-hmm. and that ends another another our first <laughs> episode of love, love james. james 
and um you know where you can find us i don't know where but anywhere that <laughs> podcasts are available you can find us there and uh hopefully you can you tune in and listen to all of our our podcasts and let us know what you think <laughs> <laughs>